It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Yeah, so I, I think it's it's quite groundbreaking that there'd be um, a major announcement uh, of this type on social media. They call it faith because in the face of darkness, you can see that brighter future. A faith that our best days lay ahead of us. Wow. Well, uh, whether you like him or not, whether you want him to run or not, yesterday's news cycle was dominated by Heavy D. Ron DeSantis. Without a doubt. And Elon Musk, because it's 6 o'clock tonight, uh, Elon Musk will do an interview with our own governor, Ron DeSantis, for Ron DeSantis to announce on Twitter spaces that he is running for the presidency. Uh, listen, wow. it's, it, it's true. It is groundbreaking. This is this is this is the game now. They completely undercut mainstream media to this, and they hate it. Well, yeah, they hate it. It's supposed to be, according to Elon, it's an unscripted Q and A. So uh, these are not, not questions that you know in a debate where they always give them to Biden, so he right. knows, or even press conferences, he knows what questions are coming. Uh, he said this is totally unscripted and off the cuff. So the fact that Elon is doing it has created this massive wave of controversy. They're going after Elon like you've never believed. Well, all the media outlets, all the politicos, they're attacking him like he's never been attacked before. Well, yesterday he said he liked uh, Tim Scott. Remember? He did. He said, oh, I kind of like this guy. So he say, And he also went on to say yesterday on Twitter, Elon Musk, that is, I am, this doesn't mean I'm endorsing Ron right. DeSantis. Right. He's just the guy hosting it. But listen, from Elon's perspective, it's a great business opportunity and, and, like you said, a stress test, actually, to see how much Twitter can handle. I, this thing's going to be huge. It's going to be huge, and I wonder if Twitter's going to crash. I so wonder. now I, I, got, I got a feeling Elon has everybody in the office today. Yeah. You show up today because if this crashes during this, this press conference tonight and this Q&A, it's it's on you. Don't make me look bad. So. Plug in the extra servers. Wow. He also said, you know, this is proof of what he's wanted to do to make Twitter the public square. I'm not at this time um, planning to endorse uh, any particular candidate, um, but I am uh, interested in, uh, you know, being somewhat of a public town square and uh, where more and more organizations host content and make announcements on Twitter. That's what he wants to do, and that's what, what it's already become. It's changed now. What if he becomes the first place for the presidential debates take place on Twitter? I bet you it'll happen. I bet you. I bet you it does, too. Here's another question for you. Does this goad Trump into coming back to Twitter some way? Does he oh. do a spaces? Ah? Apparently, I do not have Trump's uh, truth social, but apparently well, after— I've locked you. Yeah, well, they don't like me. Uh, apparently, <laughs> don't let Russ have truth. Everybody else, I tried, fine. Mr. President, really did. <laughs> but apparently, according to what I heard this morning, he went off after DeSantis. So you have to go look at your Truth Social yeah, we're account. Gonna, we're gonna have to get that because he went off. By the way, if you miss the Twitter announcement with Elon Musk and Ron DeSantis at six o'clock, at eight o'clock, our governor runs over to Trey Gowdy on Fox to do his first public interview. Now it starts. We'll see what kind of immediate impact it has. I don't know. Uh, the very first, right after the first Elon thing that we opened the segment with was the DeSantis hype video that came yesterday. It wasn't him speaking. It he was doesn't just even a, speak. It was a profile of him getting ready to go on stage. That was the, they all do it now, the pre-announcement hype video. Yeah, it's you know? like a sizzle reel. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, that's, it's more like that. I'm like, okay. But his wife introduced it. Uh, she's going to be a huge campaign getter, vote getter for him. There's no Smart doubt about move. it. 
yeah, she she will be huge for him. Right. But uh, he doesn't say anything. It's I'm trying to figure out who voiced it because the guy who voiced it has a great voice. Yeah, who is? We'll just play a little. Who is this? They call it faith because in the face of darkness, you can see that brighter future. I don't know who that is. We'll find it's out. It's a beautiful voice. I'm sure though. somebody knows. Yeah. So a brighter you know, future. Let us know. Wow. He sounds like he's got an accent. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Of I don't sorts. Know. I don't know. I don't think the whole Dunedin thing is over, by the way. Really? I think that's still going to happen. You can't miss out on an opportunity to go back to the hometown and have a photo op and a barbecue and a I guess. Memorial Day thing. I, you can only hope, but I mean, you know, he was supposed to make the big announcement in Dunedin, Dunedin, his hometown, this weekend. But maybe he does go and he flips burgers and you know cooks hot dogs and hands out you know Coca Colas to kids. I have no idea. Could be, but it, it is. It's a photo op. It's you know Americana kind of thing. So maybe you're right. But is it is it like no big deal now that he's going on Twitter tonight and then Trey Gowdy and he's going to be, you know, he's going to be everywhere tomorrow. Yeah. And he's got so, a lot of money behind him, too. So, yeah. Well, it should be interesting to see what Trump says. We'll see. Uh, looking forward to Memorial Day weekend, of course. This is no surprise. Nationally now, gas prices are slightly up, but uh, still lower than they were last year at this time when we were heading into Memorial Day. That was, remember, ten- that, remember that huge oh. jump last year? Well, wait. I told you Thursday happens. Yeah. <laughs> Buy your gas today, quick. Yeah. I got to stop today. I'm like on fumes. I rolled into the station this morning. But uh, it went up just a little bit, but it's still... Ten cents less a gallon here than it is in my county. Explain that one to me. There is no, there's no rhyme or reason to gas prices. Yeah, my my county's like you know draining us dry with taxes or something. Yeah, that I, could be. I think that's probably exactly what it is. But so which I'll means you have less there. money to go spend on the new Little Mermaid movie this weekend. So it premiered in L.A., mm. which means they show it to all the critics and the insiders, and reviews are not good. Can I just read you one headline? Please do. And where it's from. This is from NPR. Oh. Uh, uh, which is even those better. Those folks. The Little Mermaid is the latest of Disney's poor, unfortunate remakes. Oh, that's pretty harsh. That's really, really harsh. Wow. Uh, they go on to say, <laughs> not even Haley ba- how do you, How do you say her name? Haley Bailey? Is that who the girl is that plays the Little Mermaid? Mm-hmm. Not even her grand performance and wonderful voice can save this disaster under the sea. Everybody seems to love oh, her or hate the movie. They don't and like And you know what? This. this is interesting, too. There seems to be some kind of a backlash against remaking everything. That cartoon, if you want to call it the animated version, was so good. Right. And a classic for so many families. Why do you have to do it again? Oh, well, they do. But anyway, yeah. this, okay, where they're really getting attacked is they added songs. I did not know Lynn manuel Miranda was part of the new songwriting team. Is he really? Scuttlebutt is voiced by comedian Aquafina. Yeah. She sings a song called Scuttle. She sings a song called Scuttlebutt. Do you, do you have this, this song? This is the new song? The new song that is, it's a rap version. It's not exactly Under the, under the Sea? No, it's not Under the Sea. It's okay. Sebastian, who's played by David Diggs and Aquafina singing Scuttlebutt. Okay. Smash it or trash it. Here we go. Oh, I thought you were going to play it over there. Oh, we're all going. One's going to play it. The other one's going to play it. Okay. That's my mistake. All right. Jeez. I thought you had it done over there. Oh, sorry. Let me. You screwed me up there. Oh, there there it is. This is the beginning of it. It gets. Starts off really good. Wait. Ah. Hey, wake up, wake up, wake up. What? Hey, 
Hey, have you not heard that scuttlebutt? Your butt. No, the gossip, the buzz, the who said what, who does that? Yeah, the scuttlebutt. Well, I was flying over. Well, I hate it so far. Okay, that's it. Goes on for another three and a half minutes, but I won't kill you with it. That is the song Scuttlebutt. That's really sung not by good. Scuttle and the crab. Doesn't sound Sebastian. like a classic. No, I have more clips on the blog as well. If you want to get the the full effect, you can check out the the newest hit song from Disney. It's horrible. It's horrible. And yeah. there's there's nobody saying any nice things about this. They said they changed the ending. They changed the whole realm of it. They said even even the they called it the the animation looks like circa two thousand video game. Oh geez, really? Yeah, oh yeah, there, there, there's n- nobody is saying anything nice other than about the girl that plays the Little Mermaid who can sing like crazy. Oh boy, they're even trashing the king. What's his name? Javier Bardem. They're saying he ain't so good either. Well, I'm like, oh my god! They featured him in the trailer that I saw in the movie theater. All I can think of is old con- No Country for Old Men <laughs> as a murderer. I, I can't get past that. Every yeah. time I see him, he was so good in that. There's there's nothing being nice said about this film, unfortunately. Oh, boy, wow. Was this another Bob Chappick? Uh, no, production? I think this has been in the works for so long. I think this goes back to Iger's first run. Really, I really do. Oh. Well, the, blame, it, he's got nobody to blame now. It could very well be on Disney Plus very soon. Wow, because it's not getting good reviews. But not on Netflix. But you got to stop sharing your passwords. They say they're cracking down. We've got that coming up, and an update on the nutty professor that pulled a machete in the New York Post reporter in New York. It's a perfect name for. She's her. looking for work. That was the headline <laughs> of the New York Post this morning: the nutty professor. I got a feeling she's going to be the nutty professor in prison. That and more next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Let's let's get out of here. You can't do that. Update on the nutty professor. In fact, that's the headline of the New York Post this morning because they always have the best headlines. She is the Hunter College in New York professor who, first of all, flipped the materials for the the pro life kid who was uh, had a little display at the college, and she said she said that's violence. She yeah. said that's violence. The kid, and the kid goes. Well, we're just we're we're talking about abortion. She says that's violence. You're triggering my students. Yeah, okay, yeah. And, and she went nuts on him. And then the New York Post reporter shows up at her apartment to ask her some questions. That's what journalists do. She pulled a machete on him. Yeah, Shalene, is that how they say it? Rodriguez. She's a adjunct adjunct assistant professor of art. Well, maybe no longer. Not but, anymore. Yeah, they fired her. Yeah. But uh, apparently, according to this reporter for the Post, he said we knocked on the door. And he goes, I identified myself. She yelled at him. She slammed the door in his face. She came back a couple of seconds later, opened the door, and put a machete to his neck. She's a heck of a character. She's sweet, huh? Wow. (laughs) Wow. The kid's name is Fenton. Reuven Fenton? He said, I was threatened. Now he's looking at legal action against her for assault and battery. Wait, who's this, the reporter? Yeah. Now he's talking about taking legal action against wow. her and pressing charges. I don't blame him. Somebody held a machete to my neck, I'd be concerned too. Wow. And she's screaming at him in not very nice language that we can't repeat. Yeah, that was a, that was about all we could play, and even that was beat. Yeah, and she, she went off on him, and that's when the guy said, we better get out of here. Fortunately, he had somebody with him. Yeah. He was smart enough to bring somebody with him because he probably figured she was a little Looney Tunes. Uh, and they cut it all on. She's an idiot because it's all on camera. It was all done in his phone. And they gave, they went to Fox. They left there, called Fox, walked into the studio. Fox put it on the air it, it, within like a matter of 30 minutes after the attack. It took until it might have even been this morning, but it took until this story was 
well-known before Hunter College actually fired her. They spoke out against the action at first, and then they finally said, the heat is too hot, we got to fire her. Well, they, they had to think about it? Yeah. I mean, you have a professor yeah. take a machete to somebody's neck and, and threaten their life, and you have to think about whether or not it's appropriate to fire her? Yeah, that's that's the kind of influence I want my kids having. It's academia these days is nuts. Oh, you're right. It's but, you know, did you ever have crazy professors? Yes, but did not you? but not to the point where they wouldn't let your ideas be heard. Because there was always college campuses. That's where you hear everybody's crazy opinion. That's what it was for. You you go to college to hear to meet different people from different backgrounds and hear right. what they have to say and hopefully think for yourself, come up with your own decision. Not now. You, you have wrong thinker, wrong speak. They want to shut you down. In this lady's, lady's uh, case, she thinks she can enact violence against you. Yeah, no, it's okay in her world. Yeah. Yeah, nice move. Okay. Uh, speaking of academia, yes. you hear about the University of Minnesota? No, what they do. Somebody got to them, too. They're reevaluating uh-uh. a summer internship program that excludes white students. This after an Ivy League professor wait, filed wait, wait, a wait. discrimination complaint. <laughs> They had a program that white kids couldn't attend? That's the story. Come on. The current research program intended to prepare and Native Americans for graduate school. I understand that. Good. It also gives them a $6,000 stipend. Good. Okay. But the professor says it's unfair for the university to limit who can apply for the program based on skin color. And he's exactly right. Is that not the definition of a racist policy? Yeah, well, or discrimination, sure, without a doubt. So, I mean, if you, you can't, if you're a white guy or a white woman, you can't apply for it. You can't do that. It's against the law. And and but, it, but see, this is the thing with college campuses; they think they're their own governors now. Yes, and that's been happening for like twenty years. Yeah, and, but, and, but and here's they, the thing: that's been going on forever. But now that a light is being shown on this stuff, wow! Now they're backing down a little bit. Well, except maybe the Ivy League schools. They mm-hmm. could care because they figure they have the elite there and, you know, they're, they're going to get away with it anyway. Uh, it's uh, it, it just amazes me. College was nothing like this when I was there. And it, was it changing when you were there? Because you came like 10 years later. So I don't know. Don't remember a lot from college, Jen. i got to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> it was... You know, Ohio State. That's five years I don't remember. Ohio State doesn't have a quad. It has the oval. But I can remember, you always knew when spring had sprung because every whack job in the world would come out with this little plastic milk crate. Of course. Put it down, stand on top of it, and hand you a pamphlet. God loves you, you know, or Muhammad loves you, or this one does this. And they'd hand you stuff. So you'd walk through the the oval and come back, and you'd have like 50 pieces of paper from people. And you'd all look at them and say, have a nice day. No one ever attacked these people. but that was fun. Even at USF, when I was there, early 90s, it was you'd walk by, you'd hear some Satanist preaching something, yeah. you'd walk by a Bible thumper, and then somebody's yelling for the young Democrats. Fine. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Who cares? I know. It was the whole point. It was We used to walk through and go, just to see how many different things you could hear about. You'd be like, wow, I never knew that kind of group existed. That was the beauty of college. But wow. now it's... Now it's I don't know I how it got to this point, but now they become the centers of censorship. It's crazy. Not free speech. No, censorship. Because they have... Because they'll shut you down if you have the wrong thought. <laughs> Did you have Hari Hari Krishnas on your campus? I think so. We we became very good friends with, <laughs> with them because they lived behind our apartment complex. Really? Yeah, and they gave us rights to the airport all the time. Outstanding. <laughs> so it was just so funny. One of the guys that was a friend of mine, he goes, "Yeah, he goes, he goes, we're going with the Krishners." I said, "The who?" I thought they were people. He goes, "Now you need to ride the airport. Just let like, me know." You thought it was like a couple? <laughs> yeah, I thought it hey, was do like you know the Krishnas. Like they, like they live next door. That's so funny. anytime anybody needed a ride to the airport, we'd call them up and they'd give us a ride. They were great. And you had to f- carry a flower. And you get around. a flower exactly. <laughs> but. 
they're not around. Why aren't they around airports these days? I, I, I think they probably get run out. Speaking of the airports, summer travel season kicking off Memorial Day. TSA has a new update for flying. More? It expects to screen roughly 10 million travelers just this weekend. Didn't, what did you say yesterday? It was like 2.9 million a on, day. So, on yeah, right? Friday itself, exactly. Yeah, wow. So, they're up in that. They, wow. uh, they're hoping that some recently made changes will lead to smoother check-ins, but they also try that every year. And it never, it never works. works. So, yeah, it's, it's forget about Pack it. Pack your patience. Wow. All right, we'll take off a rapid fire. Coming up next, just past the bottom of the hour. Let you know what you need to know. Going around the room with that. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. All right, what is going on? A lot is going on, in fact. We'll try to nail it down for you. Jen's kicking it off. Well, we have a reason to do a victory lap and a dance and a jig in the studio this morning, guys. You got music for me? Wait a minute, hold on. Yes. I, I figured you could find something that would be appropriate for this next story. The Wild Kingdom one? Nope, that's not the Wild Kingdom one. This is victory <laughs> lap music because we have all reason to celebrate. Really? And we can get on our knees and thank the Ford CEO, ba, 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 Jim ba. Farley. Works for me. <laughs> Ford has announced that it is going to keep AM radios in all of its future vehicles. Here we go. They made the announcement on social media yesterday, Ooh. more than a month after they said they were going to take them out. Somebody got to them. Wait, hold uh, on a second. All right, shut up. <laughs> yes, Thank you. Ovation the, uh, there. Jeez. <laughs> the National Association of Broadcasters praising Ford because they say it'll keep America safe and informed, particularly in times of emergency. That's yeah, right. I mean. <laughs> deal i mean still we have most we have most of our people listening on the app we just do or True. streaming live right. or on hd2 but it's important for many different reasons to still have am first of all emergency services emergency services and it used to be you know what before the reason they had fm was because am couldn't get over mountains <laughs> so it was like you were stuck you know, they had to go higher to get a bigger signal. That's and, true. And and so that's where the F- FM came in. But now you got satellite and you got streaming and you got all these other things. But, you know, a lot of people don't have that stuff. You go to the middle of the world, there's there's nothing there. Yep. You know, like, what, you, what do you mean you don't have cable? You have to have satellite? Well, we can't get cable here. So, same thing. So, I pulled into, <laughs> so pretty funny. Pretty cool. Pulled into Target, ironically, just the other day. Just pull in and there was a guy beside me. You know, kind of pull in like a few seconds after you. Happened to ha- the guy had the windows down, and he was cranking Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> and I know for a fact that this guy was still on old traditional AM because uh, of the static. Yeah, I didn't say anything. I'm like, yeah, oh, right, good for you. Democrats. No, I don't know, probably. I don't know what she was yelling about, but yes, he was. He was, he was a Joyce fanatic. Well, that's, that's awesome. nice. And he was a young, vibrant dude. That's hilarious, I mostly, you really. Know, the, the irony is, you know, everyone thinks that our listeners are old. They're just the opposite. They're oh, yeah. like 25 to 40. That's it. It's it's. I, I, I get amazed when we're at events, and some kid will come up and say, hey, I listen to you guys all the time. And I'm thinking, oh, over at Sunday, no, 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 850. It really is. It's quite amazing. Mm-hmm. So thank you to everybody for listening. Speaking to the younger generation. Yeah. Yeah, we're, right. we're, 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 we're molding minds. That's right. <laughs> That's kind of scary. Okay. Speaking of Target... I guess it is true. I, I did. I thought maybe this was just some social media hype yesterday, but two things. It turned out to be reported fact. Apparently, Target is pulling some of its LGBTQ pride merchandise after some controversy. And this thing you may have heard of yesterday that the board of directors and the CEO had an emergency meeting at Target. Right. Uh, it's being reported as true, too, about this. Really? To avoid a, quote, Bud Light scene. 
Well, but see, I, I may believe that, but I don't believe the reason they're giving for why they pulled the merchandise. I don't either. First of all, it sounds exactly like PR speak. It sounds like spin control. I agree. They say uh, several employees were threatened by violent customers. First of all, if that had happened... Do you not think that would be the top video, the top story on every mainstream <laughs> yep. news outlet in the world? Of that is baloney. Because uh, I mean, absolutely. Because then they can go with the headline: "White supremacists in Targets exactly. go uh, irate yeah. over gay pride displays in Target." Now I've seen several videos of moms going through showing the tuck-friendly bathing suits. Have you seen those? Yes, that's those what are Target. Yeah, you know, kind of speaking out against it. This I have not seen anybody violently reacting. No, there's no violence. Give me a break. It reminds me of the Prince Harry story when everyone's like, oh, you guys were getting chased through Manhattan. There'd be a lot of video of that. That sounds yeah. like baloney. Yeah. And here's the rest of the statement. They will be, quote, removing items that have been at the center of the most significant controversial behavior. What what controversial behavior? Uh, yeah. Like you said, well, it's it's like anything else. You know, how many people avoid helping somebody because they're too busy filming it? Yes. If anything violent took place, if any Target employee was even verbally attacked over an item that enraged somebody. When were you enraged by an item? Anyway, I'm thinking, it, you're right, it would have had a million hits and it would have, you know... Uh, probably been bigger than the professor going nuts up with the machete. It would have been top story. In every, it would yep. have it would have been bigger than the DeSantis running for president story. Yes. You're probably because right. they would have jumped all over this. The most controversial item so far that's been featured on social media is the tuck-friendly women's swimwear line that's also in the kids' section. Yeah, really? You can that's what Target was pushing. Tuck-friendly. Yep. Tuck and see, and that, that's the thing. Am I, am I hearing this yeah, right? Yeah, Absolutely. you are. Yeah. That's are why you everyone's kidding like me? you got no. well, that's what everybody's reaction and that's why Target is having these emergency meetings like oh we got to rethink some of this. I mean th- you just nobody wants this stuff pushed on them. You want to you want to sell it fine. You you're the store you if you feel like you have a consumer base that is going to spend money and make you profit on those things, you are the the supplier. Go for it. But to put it out in front of the store and, and promote this like it's the greatest thing ever for everybody to see, n- no. Like, nobody wants this stuff pushed on them. And to make it even worse, oh to concoct this story that your your employees are getting threatened over it, that's that just makes things even worse. That That's baloney. That's a bunch of crap. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. Buy that for a second. In the wow. kids section. Yeah. Right. Holy cow, I didn't even yeah. know those things existed. Well, well, now I do. Okay. I guess yeah. so. Now you know where to buy them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even Pride Month yet. Oh, that's I, true, too. It's still May. Yeah, it's the ramp up to it. It's going to be interesting. Okay. I don't know. Alrighty. Well, I'm going in a different direction here, guys. Thank you. Please. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> Let's do this. Now Aliens. You're, in, you're in his wheelhouse now. <laughs> They're back. They, they never up. left. That's true. So this actually uh, is kind of gaining some steam, this video that came out about a day and a half ago now. There's this uh, UFO investigator. He's kind of a big name in the UFO world. His name is Jeremy Corbell. And he has a big podcast. He talks about all this stuff, YouTube and all that. And apparently he says he got a hold of this video from two years ago at a base called 29 Palms in California, a military base. And it's a triangle-shaped UFO, mm-hmm. you see the lights, and you can s- kind of see the body of what looks like a craft with this triangle shape from the lights. And he released it a couple days ago. It's kind of getting picked up now by different outlets and gaining some steam. It's it's pretty interesting. And he interviewed a couple of the Marines. It was seen by over 50 people on the base. 
And he interviewed a couple of the Marines who's like, yeah, these aren't flares because that's what everybody thought of first. Well, those were flares. Right. It's obvious. They're like, no, this was up there for 10, 15 minutes. Any flare that would stay up long would be maybe two or three minutes and they move. Like this thing was just steady in the sky. So this isn't anything that had been reported before. This was unique. This was right. Exactly. Uh. They, he basically, this guy, George Knapp, who's also like a famous UFO investigator for decades. They kind of worked on this together and they kind of just dropped it on everybody a couple days ago. They sure, worked it wasn't on the story hologram. investigating it. No. I mean, well, as far as we know, it wasn't a hologram. I mean, is there any technology like that that we know of? Not that I have that. I don't know. But apparently, so the Pentagon came out. They had to respond to it. They said, uh, we had an opera- a training operation going on in the area, but we didn't have any reports of this sighting. But there were Marines who were saying so- shortly after this thing disappeared, there was aircraft everywhere searching the area. At least the Pentagon didn't wow. say it. Remember they used to say it was all swamp gas? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we would have swamp the- gas. That's if right. that were the case, we'd have UFOs over us constantly. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, think about it. We right. are, most of it is swamp. Sure. Right. So it's an interesting story that's kind of developing that uh, the Pentagon's trying wow. to explain away, but you have over 50 Marines on this base who saw it and they can't explain what they saw. They're getting to the point where they can't deny this stuff with any new yeah. excuses anymore. Mm. It's and intriguing. all they did with that recent congressional thing where they revealed this was they, when they acknowledged, yeah, there are some things we can't identify, but then they, all that did was give it then an, an excuse to close up files again. Pretty much. All they did yeah. was they went deeper <laughs> undercover. Yes. So true. So we'll see. Maybe there's an explanation, but it's unidentified, as they say. All I know is, Diener, it's job security for you and UAP, <laughs> the podcast. That's it. Keep That's coming, all I man. know. <laughs> Keep them coming, baby. <laughs> the more the government denies it, the better news for you. Yes. It's so true. And Diener can spew more lies now. <laughs> <laughs> propaganda. No, that's what during the show. That's right. I'm teasing. <laughs> uh, you know what? This may be propaganda as well. As a matter of fact, it's not only me, but... The Fish and Wildlife Game Commission, at least in Pennsylvania, is kind of going, eh, there's something fishy about this. It has been the year of what? The alligator and the bear. The yeah, bear. Both, yeah. Okay. Can I have you get the Wild Kingdom oh. uh, sounder there, dear? Well. It would work well in this story. This one's going to cost you extra. Hold okay. on. Okay. It's the Wild Kingdom. <laughs> now <Nice>. it's official. <laughs> Two young children suffered injuries from a bear attack in a little town called Wright Township. A five-year-old and a one-year-old, according to the parents, were playing in the driveway of their home when they suffered non-life-threatening injuries brought on by a bear. Wow. They were treated for bites, scratches. They were taken to the hospital, later released. Kids are going to be fine. Jeez. That's Uh, really scary, though. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the gotcha. The game commissioner who was investigating the incident says... He's, they have very few details about what exactly happened and what led to the attack. And they said, now they've set up traps in the area looking for this bear. But in most cases, they say, bears will tip- typically avoid a human by all means. Unless, of course, it's a mama bear and she's got cubs and you get close. This was not a mama bear, at least according to all reports. Mm. They're trying to say is that somebody, like, antagonized the bear first. And that's why the bear attacked the mm. kids. So, and they don't think it was the kids that did it. So now they're they're investigating. They've set traps. They say if they catch the bear, I hate bear traps. I hope it's not those kind of bear traps. Um, and they're going to do DNA testing to, and they can prove that it would be that bear that bit the kids. So hmm. we'll see. But more bear attacks. Wild story. So they're no, blaming the kids. No, they're blaming on the parents. Oh, they right. think the parents are making up the story. That one, like one of them was tempting and, and prodding this bear, and in return, the bear retaliated and, and bit the kids. Wow. But the parents are like, 
Hey, kids, we got to scuff you up a little bit to, uh, <laughs> so mommy and daddy don't go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, the other thing is maybe something else bit them. Who knows? Oh, that could be, you too. Wow. So they're investigating, but still. Well, uh, getting ready for summer travel season. It's officially Memorial Day. We've been saying it all morning long. The forecast doesn't go into the weekend yet, so we're just going to put it into the universe based on no science whatsoever. It's going like to clear up by the weekend. We're just going to keep saying it until it happens. I like this. Because this whole week is like just kind of swampy with rain yeah. and yeah. muck. I'm with you. Let's just say it. I'm we're good. So we're yeah. just going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it works out. <laughs> Most of the news has been about uh, car travel, but the TSA says it's going to be very busy in the skies to roughly 10 million travelers they'll process this weekend through security. The rush starting Friday all the way through Monday. So pack your patience. Yeah, it's you're going oh, somewhere. God. Well, very quickly, I will mm-hmm. give you a story about Michael Jordan. That's really? always good. Yes. Oh, I saw this. Oh, boy. Imagine- How does he fit in it? That's what I want to know. Well, Imagine having this kind of money, though. That's what I always think. He went to a uh, a dealership. I don't even know who sells this stuff. It's a, a vehicle called a Hennessy Venom F5 Roadster. It's the world's fastest and most powerful convertible with a top speed of 300 miles per hour. What? It's a convertible? It's a convertible. They keep the top on. I know, right? You go 300 with a convertible. <laughs> it's, they call it, it's rare. The Hennessy Venom F5 Roadster. The car looks unbelievable. So Michael Jordan decided he wanted one, went into the dealership, and dropped three and a half million dollars oh to buy God. it. Oh my God! Three and wow. a half million. They're uh, they're built from the ground up. Really? Mm-hmm. Who gets they're the commission on that? You. Yeah, really. Took a picture with the owner of the dealership outside. Which means there if it is. was built for him, then he's going to fit inside it. Yeah, that looks like a Corvette. Does it really? Yeah, it does. There's it, a it, picture of it. I had like, never I heard of it. It looks, it looks like, like a futuristic Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never heard of it either until I saw Michael Jordan bought it for three and a half million dollars. They're handcrafted in Texas, so if you want one, go to Texas. Three and a half mil, yes. But the question is, did he get the tire protection plan? Because, <laughs> you know, yeah, bumper to bumper. Bumper to bumper. It's, it's, what kind of warranty is that? Yeah. Steering wheel's a yoke. The steering wheel. Really? Yeah, I, I don't the, know. The price is a yoke, yeah, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it. It's, it's, it's kind of small on the inside. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, for him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he's going to fit in the darn thing. Nah, he just puts his legs on the, the hood. Wow. Yeah, he's fine. If you want 300, wow. push the seat back. Get 1,800 <laughs> plus horsepower. Good gosh. Max torque of 16, 17. <laughs> Would he invite Scotty wow. Pippen to be in the passenger seat ever? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Think so. No. Not no. anymore. Mm. All right, more headlines coming up next. Uh, more details about the big announcement. This is a game changer. The game is different now forever as far as media goes. Ron DeSantis is officially announcing his presidency tonight. Yes, live. On Twitter. <laughs> huh? That and more coming up next. He said, oh, you know what? We got an update now. <laughs> More audio from the poor guy that lost his arm in the alligator attack. Oh, God, no, it's horrible. In Port Charlotte behind the bar. Where's the bar? Banditos? Yeah, Yeah, Banditos. Yeah. Banditos. Less armos. (laughs) Next, the self-loader morning show. Keep it here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. They call it faith because in the face of darkness, you can see that brighter future. A faith that our best days lay ahead of us. Wow. 
So I think presidential Great announcements. Choice. We're getting we're getting the plan here now. This is what it's done. Hype video first. That was DeSantis releasing that yesterday. He doesn't talk. It's him standing. You see him standing and, behind stage, and there's a big American flag covering the stage. And the second phase is an actual announcement. He's going to do that in Twitter Spaces tonight with Elon. And then you follow that up with the with the crowd or the appearance or whatever it was. And from what I'm seeing for the DeSantis people, the Dunedin stop is still there. Memorial Day, All America, parents, maybe who knows? It'd be cool. Well, he goes uh, six o'clock tonight, right uh, on Twitter Spaces with Elon. Elon says it's an unscripted Q and A. I don't know how long it's going to last. I think it's going to be a great banner test for Twitter Spaces because I think there's going to be multi millions of people watching this. Boy, Elon, you better plug in the extra servers on this yeah, one. Yeah, well, you better make sure his employees actually show up in the office to work. So it's been fascinating to just watch this. That if you thought when Elon bought Twitter, there was backlash against that guy, you ain't seen nothing yet, kid. Well, why are they backlashing against him? It's it's, it's his platform. I'll give you an example: uh, the Atlantic. Okay. Online outlet. Here's their article. Elon Musk has transformed Twitter into a right-wing alt-tech platform that is much in common with the likes of Truth Social and Rumble. Oh, okay. Elon's response about five minutes ago, oh, hey, the Atlantic is still alive. Who knew? (laughs) And they're trying to make make this connection simply because he's launching the thing. It's a business opportunity for him. uh, Without a doubt. It's it's a game-changer. He likes the historical part of it where he completely pulled the rug out under from mainstream media on this. And people, and DeSantis, smartly, their people are going right to social media on a platform. It's business for him. He's not endorsing DeSantis. No, and he even said that. He said, I'm not endorsing any political candidate. I think he's laying the groundwork for being the first stage for a presidential debate. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's exactly what he's Why doing. Why can't you broadcast that? Just well, it's going to be streamed on Twitter. Same thing. I mean, Why every, not? I don't know any anybody in the younger generation that actually watches anything but on their phone. They live. And he knows that. And he knows that. That's where the future is. And he knows that, you know what, he's going to start making money with Twitter because he, he took a $45 billion hit. He's like, okay, what are, what are, what are cash revenue you yeah. know venues here? And this is going to be it. So I, I think it's going to be huge. And it also gets – it's a nice test for Twitter to see if it can survive. And smart of DeSantis people. i got to give him credit to, to do it this way. Yeah. Then he goes to Trey Gowdy. Then he goes to Trey Gowdy at eight o'clock. So you know the Q and A with with on Twitter isn't going to last more than two hours. I don't think it's going to be more than twenty minutes. I hope. I hope it's something though. I hope Elon like tries to listen. Whether or not you like DeSantis, whether or not you want him to run, he's kind of stiff at times. Yeah. I hope. And Elon can be kind of kooky. I hope he asks him some non-traditional, like, weird stuff. Well, maybe he'll ask about the Little League thing. <laughs> you know, right. So you played Little League. What, what position That's did what you play? That's what worked with us when we asked him. It's the only thing that got him out of campaign yeah, mode. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. I missed all that. But, you should uh, ask him, like, you know, do you like rockets? <laughs> Would you like to go to space? Something weird. Throw him off. He might. He's gonna see, maybe he does ask him about SpaceX. I don't you know, know. Because it is in his home state. You Come would, on. Th- you would think anyway. It's, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Can I read one more headline for you guys before we go to break? Yeah, sure. Please do, Diener. Oh, from Vanity Fair. Did you say this already and I missed it? Vanity Fair is still a thing? Yes, they are. Uh-oh. What are they what saying? What they say? Ron DeSantis will formally announce his 2024 bid with Elon Musk because apparently David Duke wasn't available. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> up each other at this point. Are you I mean, kidding me? <laughs> David Duke wasn't available. That's awesome. It's <laughs> brutal. Wow. <laughs> All right, we ran out of time, but we're going to give you the update on the uh, poor guy that got his arm bitten off by the gator. 
Oh, God, this poor man. Because now everybody's talking. Give you a little sample of this about the lack of sympathy he's getting. Southwest Florida, you got to be careful. It's part of life out here. Wow, a lot mean of sympathy. streets of Port Charlotte. <laughs> well, uh, listen, it happens all the time, uh, you know. What amazes me is what happens behind this bar. Like, no one's ever turned any of these things in. It's taken them out. Different world over there, Jim. I guess. Wow. That and an update on the nutty professor of uh, Hunter College in New York. She in, uh, she in jail yet? She's not uh, not working, I'll tell you that much. That mm-hmm. more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Let's let's get out of here. You can't do that. Of all the insane stories this week that have happened, that one, which is being called the Nutty Professor, huh. that's probably the craziest. This woman is, without a doubt, the nuttiest that you would ever encounter. First, we, it was funny because yesterday you pointed it out to us while we were sitting here. You said, oh, there's a video. There's a video. It's this Hunter College adjunct art professor. I guess it's that like a like a junior professor. Yeah, right? you're not like tenured yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she's at like, you know, the, I don't know, the, the, the college meeting greet area. Who the hell knows? And there's a display. And and a kid, little, and he doesn't look like he's much of anything, soaking wet, maybe 100 pounds, sitting behind this table, and there's all these brochures on it. And she comes over and just starts yelling at him. And then she just starts throwing all this these papers and brochures on the ground. It was a pro-life table. Apparently, she did not agree with what they were, you know, espousing. He, so she, he, said, she went nuts. She said the materials were violent. Oh, okay. Did they jump off the table and, like, stab her? Because you're triggering my students, she said. Oh, okay. So, so that video goes viral, gets gets everywhere, and then the New York Post, whose headline this morning is awesome, I just looked it up, the nutty professor, <laughs> she got fired. Well, good, I'm glad she should have been, she should be in prison is where she should be, or at least in jail while they figure out what they're going to do with this nut job. The, this prof, These two guys from the New York Post track her down, go to her Bronx apartment, knock on the door. They identify themselves as reporters. She screams at them, swears at them. We can't really play to you what she said. Closes the door in their face, actually slams it, and then returns about 20 seconds later with a very large machete and and holes the machete, pointed side, of course, blade side forward, into the guy's neck. And I'm like, oh, my God. She's going to chop his head off. That's what, and thank God there were two of them. You're right. And that's why the guy in the back says, okay, like, well, let's get out of here. Get the f*** my let's, let's get out of here. You can't do that. Well, that's the update. As of this morning, she's she's no longer a, an adjunct professor at Hunter College. You know what the funny part about it was? They actually had to think about it. You know, I know. They, they, I know. they sat and they 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 weighed the options. Do we fire her? Right. Because she's probably going to sue us if we fire her. You just threatened somebody's life. You got to think about whether or not you're going to fire this woman. She should. She's crazy. That's too. I mean, it makes you wonder: Is she always been like that, or did something just snap in her life? You know, maybe there was a horrific experience and, and it, it, it pushed her over the edge. I don't know. I don't know, but imagine the messaging that's been happening for however long she's been there in her classroom. Oh, that's the problem. And you're paying good money to send your kids there or your kids are working hard to go to school there, whatever the case may be. Still, she has an influence. And if she's like that, are the rest of the professors like that? Uh, you got to wonder yeah. how often so, does that happen across the country? It's cra- but This one it's, was just caught on video. Yeah, it's crazy. She's, 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 she's crazy, this woman. She belongs in prison. All right, well, uh, well, you want him to run or not, whether you like him or not, Ron DeSantis owned the media cycle as of yesterday. 
Uh, first of all, this hype announcement video. Well, that the announcement for running for president was coming. And then the big announcement that he's going to actually announce in a Twitter Spaces interview with Elon Musk that'll happen tonight. Yeah, so I, I think it's it's quite groundbreaking that there'd be um, a major announcement uh, of this type on social media. Which is... Hmm generated all kinds of reactions. Jen, if you look a little bit east and south of us at our studio windows right now, yep. is the smoke still coming out of Mar-a-Lago? <laughs> he was going nuts. <laughs> because this did not sit well with Trump too much at all. Yeah, they said, I heard it this morning driving in early. They they were they were reading excerpts of it. Apparently, he was oh. up all night. They said he wrote like a dissertation on Truth Social. Oh, he's got a new one out, too. Oh, dear. What did Trump truth, truth. I mean, you can even just tell in the tone. I mean, this is just written in text from an hour ago. He says, look, Rob Rob DeSanctimonious. Oh, he didn't even call him Ron. Came to me asking for help. He was losing badly. 31 points. Popular Agriculture Commissioner Adam Putnam. That whole story we talked about. I gave it to Ron, and the race was over in one day. He went from losing badly to winning a lot with three large Trump rallies. And then this is all in capitals. Won the general election in an upset. Disloyal. Wow. And then he followed up again. Now he's just Ron DeSanctus. Not sanctimonious? I guess he didn't have time. He's like, I just want to get out there. (laughs) Cannot win the general election or get the nomination because he voted, this is all, the rest of it all in capitals, voted to obliterate Social Security, even wanted to raise the minimum age to 70 or more, voted badly uh, to wow. wound Medicare and fought hard and voted for a 23% tax on everything. So Ooh. he's attacking him on policy now a little bit sooner than I think he wanted to. Well, it's going to be fun when they get on the debate stage together. It's going to be, I'm, I'm surprised. They'll have to separate them because it'll be like fisticuffs. You thought it was tense between Hillary Clinton and Trump. Oh, my God, put these two on the same stage. Entertainment-wise, and for oh. us, selfishly, this oh. is going to be fantastic. This is huge. This is, oh. this is bonus ratings for us, guys. But... I think what Elon Musk is doing is when he does his Q&A tonight, he says it's unscripted. It's Q&A with the, the, the governor announcing his presidency. It's purely to test can Twitter handle it as far as the amount of people who are going to probably you know stream it for a presidential debate. That's what I think he's testing it for. He wants to be one of the debate places. Does this force Trump to come onto another Twitter spaces on his own? Ooh. Or just streams it. Does it for in some? Well, he doesn't want to follow. De, uh, uh, now I'm calling him DeSanctimonious. <laughs> DeSantis. He, but he does he do something involving Twitter again? Is he back on the Trump Twitter account? Oh, he might have to be. He might have to be. Is right. But I thought didn't DeSantis at one point say everything was going to be done on Rumble? Wasn't that DeSantis? Uh, yeah. Oh. As far as videos and stuff. Okay. But, but I mean, this is just like a Twitter Spaces. This is a uh, you know. Okay, but still, I mean, he's gone to and it, maybe it's just because of Elon. But it's a it's a great opportunity for Elon. It's, it's a it's, game changer. This yeah. completely changed. You're going to look back on this and say this is when media changed. It really did. It really it really does. And then his first national TV interview will be right after that with Trey Gowdy at eight o'clock tonight. Ah. So he's going to Fox News. There you go. And I'm sure he'll be on Fox and Friends tomorrow, and you know we'll see him all over the place. But uh, it belongs to Twitter and Trey Gowdy. Interesting. We'll see. I think a lot of people are going to listen to this thing or watch I, it anyway. I think, I think so, too. All right. We got an update for you. Yesterday, about 9 o'clock, maybe 9.30, we had the story. It was sad, but he's okay. The poor Charlotte guy that had his arm bitten off by the gator. 
And he was young. He's like, what, 23? He's going to be okay. That's the update. And now there's more sound from the actual incident behind a bar called Bandito's. <laughs> well, now we know why. The de- We're like, why did he go into the swamp behind the bar? You know what it was? Why? Had, to, had to go to the bathroom, and the, and the men's room was so he went outside. So he went to the pond? And that's when he slipped, fell in, and now he's uh, he's down to one arm. Oh, my God. Okay, the other thing about this is they called it a gator-infested pond. Yeah, like everybody knew. So if they knew that, why didn't they remove him? Here's the scene. Thank God he had the other bar patrons. Wow. They sound like regulars, but they, they put a tourniquet on him, and they saved his life. Hey, come here. Come here, bro. Got bit I'm by an alligator. This whole arm came off, bro. You're good. You're good, dude. You're good. You're good. You're out of the water. Roll him over. Roll him over and put a tourniquet on him. You're a soldier, bro. They need to get here. Yeah, you're real good. We saved your bar stool. You want a beer? And the other guy, they need to get here talking to the ambulance, the 911 person. They ended up uh, trauma hawking him. him. But he's going to be okay. This this guy's the best of all time. You know, he's a regular. He's got to be a bar fly. He's like... Oh, I, I know for 20 years about those gators. Oh. Oh, did you tell At anybody? At least 20 years. The, the big one that I know of, if it's the same one, you know, he's been there 20 years. There was a restaurant, right? They just tore down. And uh, I know people did feed that, whatever they didn't eat down in the water. What? So they knew people were feeding yeah. the alligator-infested pond that had a, at least a 20-year-old. It's probably the one that ate him because the one that, that bit him was 10 and a half feet. It takes a while for them to get that big. Well, the one that got him, that was Big Whiskers. Was sweet. <laughs> big Whiskers. We've known him for years. <laughs> so when the guy's headed to the back, did anybody say, hey, dude, no? He had to know. Come on. Wow. That's crazy. Friends like that. Jeez, that's, it's, it's terrible. Oh, my God. Poor guy. And he had a great attitude about it. Well, I'm alive. It could have been worse. Well, <laughs> I guess it could have like, no okay. arms. Okay. All righty. All right, I think we're going to have to do another Disney review coming up uh, next because it's a big movie release weekend. It's remarkable because how many people are absolutely blasting this Little Mermaid oh, thing. There's, there's not many nice th- Well, all the nice things are said about her. That's it, the Little Mermaid. They seem to, they seem to like her, and they hate the idea of this movie. They hate all of this movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. I'm not... This time, um, planning to endorse uh, any particular candidate, um, but I am uh, interested in, uh, you know, X slash Twitter being somewhat of a public town square, and uh, where more and more organizations host content and make announcements on Twitter. So Elon broke the news that he's going to be talking to Ron DeSantis tonight on Twitter Spaces, but they keep on asking him, are you endorsing him? Well, no. No, he actually, yesterday, day before yesterday, he said he liked Tim Scott. Yeah. I was like, okay. So, and, and Tim Scott's probably going, boy, I could have done this with Elon. You think yeah, no sa- kidding. You right. think he's saying that? He goes, I missed yes. it by 24 hours. Yes. The- he'll do it. He'll do another one after Elon. See, Trump would never follow uh Follow DeSantis. Do you? Th- I was going to ask you that, do you guys. Do you think the other candidates, with the exception of Trump, are now going to call Elon Musk and say, hey, can we do a Q&A with you too? I bet you they're begging to do it. But Trump wouldn't do it because then it looks like, you know, you got beaten to the punch or something. Well, does he do it? Can he, can he do it on Truth Social? Is it, is it? Do they have that capability on are that platform? Are they streaming there yet? I don't think yet. I don't think they are. They just announced some update, but yeah. I don't think it's there. And I don't think Elon... Hey, guys. Hey, I, here. I, I don't think Elon would... Uh, Come on to truth, no. just because of the you know the cross platform promotion, he's kind of against that. You know who I could see doing this though, that like definitely 
would be actually a really good fit and he would really be clamoring for it is RFK Jr. I oh, think he would, sure. Oh, he yeah. would be great for this to sit down with Elon and go over oh, yeah. have a conversation. You know, that everything. guy has hardly campaigned. He's made a couple of speeches, but he's got 20% still holding strong. It cut into Biden's lead by 20%. Is that that high? I wow. think yeah. it's the name. <laughs> probably. I think sure. it's because I mean, of his name. Recognition is probably the first 10, 15. And, you know, people start looking into some, some, I guess. some of the stuff you say and you realize, oh, he's kind of a, you know, old school Democrat. Right. What they what they used to be like. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't know. Interesting. It's a it's it's a totally different game now, though. But uh, I, I'm most fascinated to hear, like you said, Jen, I never thought of this until you said it. Does it break Twitter? This is Elon wants to promote Twitter, so it's a win for him. He wants to, it's a stress test. This was, is the most traction they'll ever get. I was thinking, well, how many people are going to watch this? You know, or at least listen to it, uh, and, and how many people can can actually chime in all at the same time? I mean, it's yeah. kind of like you know what they when they test a stadium, they always flush all the toilets all at the same time to make sure the plumbing's okay. <laughs> That's true. They, they do, do, that. do that. They do that. I mean, so this is kind of like the the flush test for Twitter. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to be you know gross, but it's the same thing. Elon, Elon's gonna go. Okay, let's see if we have some listeners we can go to. It's, hello, this is. This is John from Palm Beach. I got a question for you. Where's Mr. T. Sanctimonious? <laughs> this is uh, this is Don from Mar-a-Lago. Uh, and then know. you're gonna have Eric from Palm Beach Gardens. Yeah, <laughs> the whole family will call. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I think it's pretty interesting though. And we'll see what happens with this. I I, ugh, I I had heard that there was kind of a backlash heading to this. Memorial Day is a massive movie weekend, which is why. Disney is releasing their new redo version of Little Little Mermaid. It's out already, actually, in the premiere, but it's going to start, like, what, tomorrow? You'll be able to see it. Probably. I knew there was a backlash. I didn't think it would be like this, though. Uh, there's every review I have read so far, whether it be a good review or a bad review, the good reviews, the only thing they talk about that's good is this Halle Bailey girl. They like her. They love her. They like her. And they say, even though she's great... Uh, she can't save this movie. One one review calls it dead under the water. Oh God! It's dead under the sea. What is the what was the what's the headline of this thing? The Little Mermaid is the latest of Disney's poor, unfortunate remakes. Oh, and it's based on the song by Ursula, "Poor Unfortunate Souls." Uh, Ursula's played by Melissa McCarthy. They say she does a nice job, but eh, not good enough to save it. Now here's where it really gets ugly. Lynn Manuel, I always call him Noriega I Miranda, <laughs> I always, you know, of Hamilton fame and everywhere else. He wrote some new music for it. One of them is sung by Scuttle, who is the seagull, voiced by the comedian Aquafina. Aquafina and Sebastian the Crab, I don't know who plays him. Anyway, they sing a new song called scuttlebutt it's really bad i think bill has a couple of clips it's, do you have it it's cringe yeah i got a piece of it all right it's sebastian i got that scuttlebutt hurry up you'll be like what when i drop that scuttlebutt okay now huddle up the- nope ouch it's not that exactly hurts. a family classic <laughs> you won't be singing that in the car for years to come <laughs> that ain't let it go <laughs> no oh my god that's not even like you know, we don't talk about Bruno. Right. Yeah. yeah that, that was, was that was memorable kind sure. of thing. Oh, that's but, right. He did all the music for that. Yeah. I forgot about not that. This, not this thing. Not good. So for, so for, here's how it's gone. They released the early images in the first trailer in the movie theater, and they showed her little friends, which scared the children. Flounder scared the ch- the f- the fish. Flounder, they're calling meth fish too, because <laughs> he looks like a meth addict. He just does. 
The movie when I when I saw Guardians two weekends ago, they cut the characters out of the trailer. All they showed Did they all really? they showed was her because it was scaring children. Now you got the music from this, which nobody likes, and now the critics hate it. Boy, they got a winner on their hands in this one. Yeah, they're, they're basically saying. I mean, there were some good ones, but they all praise that Halle Bailey. They're like, she's the only reason to see this film. Yeah, we like, she'd wow. be good. I mean, she's very talented. Very but talented. When you change everything up and then you put in new songs that are terrible and change you know, the look of everything. You know what the gutcha for me was? The kid that played Aladdin in the live action version, yeah. he tweeted like a week ago. He said, Aladdin, the, the, the you know, the, the remake of the anime from animation to live action and then all the other films. He goes, they made billions of dollars. This thing isn't going to make a million. I mean, he tracked. Wow. They made Disney shut down his Twitter account. They like blackballed the kid. It's like you can't say anything ever again. But he he's a, on the Disney payroll, and he trashed the film. Yeah, I think he's been kicked out of the park. I yeah, I don't think he'll be showing up in any more Disney films. Can I read you guys one YouTube comment from the song? Read a couple of them. Yeah, this, because they released the that. That's where we got it. It's on YouTube it right is. now. Uh, this song makes me want to go to the bottom of the ocean and stay there. Oh, <laughs> my God. This one person wrote, this song is amazing. I use it as an alarm clock, and I wake up an hour earlier to avoid it ringing. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough, man. Oh, these people are mean. It's not only really us. Yeah. Wow. They got a mess on their hands, I think. It'll Holy still make money, probably. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, we got rapid fire coming up just past the bottom of the hour. What else is going on in the news? We'll tell you. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What do you need to know? Well, we'll try to figure all that out with Jen's first one. What's up? Oh, Bud Light. Making a big splash this Memorial Day weekend, all because of that failed campaign with Dylan Mulvaney. Mm -hmm. Bud Light offering generous rebates. And in some cases, could amount to free beer for all of you. Just to recover from that Mulvaney controversy. So wait a minute, rebates for the cu- the consumer. This for, isn't just the retailer now. Yep. Now through May 31st. Write this down if you like Bud Light. It's advertising a summer rebate to make your Memorial Day weekend easier to enjoy. That's the Love goal. Yeah. Customers who purchase a 15 pack or larger of Bud Light, 15. Budweiser, Budweiser Select, or Budweiser Select 55, they've included all of them will receive a $15 rebate. Really? So now they're at now here's a, the gotcha. a rebate sale on beer. Here's the, here's the thing, and this is why they're doing it. A 15-pack of Bud Light at Target is $12.99. So they're actually paying you to buy the beer at that point. Yep. You just have to provide proof of purchase, an image of the case's barcode, and a copy of the receipt, and then you'll get a prepaid card mailed to your home address. No one's, no one's going to do that. No one's going to go through no. that to get the money. I, I'm, I'm, but I'm. Uh, that's what you have to do. But in <laughs> essence, you could get a 15 pack free if you did it. We were just talking about this off the air, and I don't know what it may be. Nothing. I don't know because it may be just an off day, and they just got a delivery, and they were full. But the last two trips to the giant beer section at my local Super Target, it is true, they was stocked full of Bud Light. On the shelves, stocked. There wasn't one case and one six pack gone. Wow. And Dosecchi's. Miller Light and Coors Light were about half full. It's hard not to notice. That's three times, actually. I mean, that's that's a trend. 
That's, that is a trend. It yeah. can't be all coincidence. Now, right. Not, yeah. that, not at that point. Well, anyway, if you'd like to drink Bud, it's interesting they put Budweiser and Budweiser Select, Select 55 in there, too. I think What's what, Select 55? I've never heard of that. Calories oh, yeah. or something? I think, but what they're not telling you, Jen, is in the fine print. The rebate card that Bud Light sends you has Dylan Mulvaney's picture on it oh. once it comes in the mail. <laughs> There he a is, big right gift there. card, and here's the cover. <laughs> Love ya. There he Love is. ya. I'd like to use this, please. Stare right ah. back at you. Wow. wow. <laughs> uh, speaking of Target, I guess it was true. I thought this was just like internet fodder yesterday that popped up on social media. As it turns out, Target is pulling some of its LGBTQ plus pride merchandise. And the reasoning sounds a little bit phony, gotta tell you. We know what the reasoning is because its sales are being affected, but they're saying it's because of violent customers. No. Okay, yeah, they're trying to say that Target employees have been targeted, no pun intended, by violent right-wing conservative consumers no. who are incensed by what they have seen. Okay, a prime example. How many times have we said on this show, why don't you put the phone down and go help the person instead of watching them getting beaten on the sidewalk? If there's an incident anywhere... There's 15 people with their cell phones out well, filming it. Especially with this, every single major news outlet would have this top story. Every single one of them. It would be everywhere if this was true. It's not true. I don't I, think I don't it buy, is either. And listen to the wording. If you've ever dealt with PR agencies and when they spin something, this is exactly what this sounds like. Uh, they'll be, quote, removing items that have been at the center of the most significant confrontational behavior. Bull okay. crap. Uh, there has not been confront. I've seen nope. videos of moms going in. Objecting to the 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 tuck friendly swimsuits. I just watched a video that, that on have that. been in women's and in kids sections. I've right. seen that, but violent behavior. I don't buy that for a second. It would be the top story everywhere. Give me a break, baloney, baloney. But what is true is that Target CEO had an emergency meeting yesterday. Yeah, that's they, true too. They didn't want another Bud Light situation, and that that report is true. Fox just had a graphic. They said they have a tar- anonymous Target source. You can take that for what it's worth. That apparently talked to them, they're one of their reporters, and said we were given 36 hours notice, and we were told to put a limited amount of the LGBTQ stuff in the back of the store, further back than right in the front. And it is right, it hits you as soon as you walk in. I never knew there was such a thing as a tuck bathing suit until you guys mentioned it Mm -hmm. this morning. In the kids section. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, Thank you. Again, it's all about just stop pushing things on people. That's that's just still in it. The Target CEO... Uh, May 17th, did a podcast. Well, this is May 17th. This, so this is, everybody was aware of the Bud Light controversy yeah, already. Said, week. woke capitalism is great for us and it's the right thing for society. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not your job to figure out what's right for society. Right. Get the hell over yourselves. Wow. Sell your clothes and your stupid things and your food and, and move on. Yeah. Stop with the egos. No, you're God right. almighty. Well, Jen. Oh, no. <laughs> I think... I think we'll see here, Bill. I think I have a lottery winner for Jen that she's actually going to like. It's so impossible, it's unpossible. (laughs) They sharing their money with me? No. Okay, I don't like them. Well, here's a story of an elderly man. Oh, okay. His name is Michael Michael Schlemmer. He's just schlemming his way through Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) What a schlem. He's driving through and realizes, ah, oh, dang it, I'm low on gas. I got to get to the gas station. And of course, while he's there, let me buy a lottery ticket. Runs out of gas. No. Has Before? To get, yeah. Does he have to walk like 20 miles in the snow? Has, has to get the car, pushed to the gas station. He's making his way, finally gets there. He pushes the car? You he told just, me he was elderly. He How old elderly. is this guy? He works, he works hard, Jen. Salt of the earth kind of guy. Makes his way <laughs> finally to the gas station and says, well, since I'm here, 
I was to buy a lottery ticket. Was gets, it a scratch off? No. Okay. Regular <laughs> regular lottery. Kentucky lottery. Gets his gas, gets his lottery ticket, goes home, wins a million dollars. You don't like him. All right, I tried. See, I told you. I got news for you. If he's that old, he didn't push his car. He's lying, and he's making the story up so people will talk about him. But good for him that he won the lottery. And he was, if he was from Go Michigan, on. she would have called him a name. That's right. Come on, it's Michael Schlemmer. Give the guy a break. He didn't, push his, yeah. he didn't schlem his car all the way to the airport, I guess, or wherever he's going, gas station. I tried. Jeez. Yeah. How much do you hate a fellow inmate to do this? I don't know. I've never been to jail. Yeah, I don't have any current inmates, but... I mean, a we're Georgia kind of inmates, inmate. <laughs> his name is Kavian Thomas. I think so. All right. Close enough. Allegedly dug a hole through the wall oh. in the shower stall. Oh, no. Why? No, not to escape. To attack DeAndre Russell, who was in the stall next to him. Oh, jeez. And then, of course, he talked about how he made his shiv, and he attacked this guy. The guy's going to live. And this other guy, this Kavian Thomas, is now spending more time in this deplorable prison. So wait but, a minute. So, so the alleged victim here, he's sitting in his cell doing nothing. All of a sudden, he hears the... <laughs> You're right. He's coming through. What's that sound? <laughs> Five more days. I'm breaking through. Five more nights. And eventually, he sees the, the cinder block push away, and he goes, ah! And some guy attacks him. <laughs> So why didn't the... This is like the opposite of Shawshank. Yeah, he, he dug the wrong way, I or guess. Or Andy Dufresne. Why didn't he point the tunnel towards, like, out? I don't know. I, he, he disliked the guy next to him so badly. Wow. He just shivved through the wall. How about that? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I gotta tell you, that is a certain level of dedication, though. I mean, <laughs> your hate must be really strong to pull something like that oh, come off. Come on. You even see the guy next to you? Wow. Unbelievable. Jeez. Right, you've heard about this a ton already, a lot of it from us, but uh, Florida's Ron DeSantis is expected to end all doubt about his presidential plans tonight, and it'll be on Twitter. Here he comes. Formal announcements. And you're looking for a time at 6 p.m. Eastern time. He's going to be talking to Elon on this. So is Elon, like, literally the moderator? He's going to come on and say welcome, everybody? Yeah. yeah. Elon Twitter. wants to be the guy asking questions, which might be really good for us, not for DeSantis, because he may, you know... Elon get a little kooky. Sure. Yeah, it could. But it may look good for DeSantis because he comes across as really stiff usually. You know well, maybe I mean? right. maybe he'll ask him if he wants to go in a rocket ride. I'm telling you, I think Elon can take this <laughs> down a path that no one else has ever taken with Ron DeSantis. Do you like flamethrowers? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think he sold all of those, he though, did. didn't he? <laughs> Oh That's gosh. amazing. He put flamethrowers up on online on eBay and they sold in like 30 seconds. Damn right. I'm going to listen to it. I, I mean, this is, but on a serious note, this has changed media forever. It has. I mean, this is this true. has changed the game. This is complete. This is this may be the day that social media surpassed mainstream media for real. Oh, it should I mean, be you interesting know that the corporate heads at, you know, CNN, Fox News, oh NBC God. are all seething right now, knowing that DeSantis is giving the, the biggest story of the day to social media, Elon Musk on Twitter. You got you got presidential candidates announcing on Twitter now. You got Tucker Carlson's about to do his whole show on Twitter. It's yeah. all over for them. It just it, is, and they blew Twitter it. rules. Game has changed. Wow. Speaking of the game changing, guys. Uh-oh. As they make a segue here. My patented sports report with the Florida Panthers trying to advance to the Stanley Cup tonight. We'll see if they can get the sweep against the Carolina Hurricanes. How about, uh, speaking of sweeps, how about Vegas? Yeah, the same situation. You're right, Who's on Vegas? the West. The Vegas Golden Knights. Wow. Went up 3 nothing last night on the Dallas Stars in, in the Western Conference. Where did they play? In right? Vegas? 
Wait, did they play in Vegas? Yeah, yeah, it's right there, the, the arena. Because why did the Dallas fans, they had to stop the game because the Dallas fans were throwing crap on the ice. Yeah, there was a fight, some things got nasty. They got a, they had a, and they sent Frustration. The, they sent the teams to the locker rooms yeah. while it went on. I was like, wow, okay. Go to your neutral corners. So Is that what they do? Yeah, pretty much. I guess if that's happening, yeah. It's it, but there was like two minutes left in the game. How, yeah. how much did they win by? Four nothing. Yeah. Oh, so there wasn't even a shot that they could have well, won. It's just, it's just frustration, I think, on Dallas's part because you know you're getting blown out, shut out at home. It was in Dallas. Yeah. So now the Vegas and the Panthers are both up three zero. We'll see if the Panthers can do tonight what the Miami Heat failed to do last night, as Bill Celtics extended the series. I guess Miami was had a hankering for clam chowder or something because now they're going back to Boston for Game Five. It's funny. You know, when you actually decide to play some defense and hit some shots, it's amazing, it's amazing what'll do, what'll, how things will turn around. It, works it, was, for you. it was funny because I asked Bill that this morning. I said, how is it that we, uh, the Celtics lose so badly three games in a row, and then they come back and they crush Miami? Because there's something wrong with them. There is. I, there I is. mean, full, tr- full credit to the Heat because they've outplayed them in every single game except this one. But there's something wrong with this group of Celtics players. I don't know what... I. Long time. People have even been a fan longer than me. They can't explain it. What's wrong with them? I mean, it's so bizarre. Full of talent. Jason Tatum had his best game in the series last night for the Celtics. It's like they can't function unless it's an elimination game or something. I don't know. Wow. Sports sports psychology is really something else. I I have I I have no answer. I had no intention. I did not want to watch this game last night and watch the whole thing. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I do that. I do that too. I'm like, no, I'm out. And then I I end up watching the whole thing. I don't know. So we'll see now. Heat still are up three one. Game 5 Thursday night in Boston and Panthers tonight. See how it goes. We shall see. Yep. All right, you got to be careful of this now. All right, now they really mean it. They've warned us for years. Now what? Netflix has begun cracking down for real on password sharing. I've already Uh-oh. called my kids as we're changing the password because all your friends have this stupid password. Get off our account. <laughs> I guess we should just change our own passwords. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably the easiest way to fix it, right? Yeah, but that's happening. And more on uh, the DeSantis announcement and the Trump reaction. Uh-oh. He had a pretty bad day yesterday. Who, Trump? Yeah. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. They call it faith because in the face of darkness, you can see that brighter future. A faith that our best days lay ahead of us. Well, now, I guess that's how you do it now. You have a hype video to run for president. Then you make an announcement about an announcement, and that's going to be happening tonight. And then you have some sort of, like, follow-up video thing. Yeah, you had a sizzle reel. Come on, huh? Yeah, that <laughs> was the it was like the trailer for the trailer. It, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. I The, the video, the clip there, that was DeSantis and just kind of like him walking on stage. I still don't know who the, the, the speech was from. Well, if somebody knows, will be able to tell us. But And it was this big dramatic thing, and then it's him walking on stage, and then he doesn't and even talk. No, he just stands there, it's, and the stage is covered with a big American flag. Mm. The words are pretty impressive. The announcer, whoever that guy is, the voiceover guy, got a great voice. He does. You're right. Like, wow, like him. So tonight, uh, 6 o'clock, he joins uh, Elon Musk for a QA and a after he announces, uh, allegedly, his run for the presidency. Boy, I call that one wrong. Um, so in, And then he does, uh, according to Elon, it's an unscripted Q&A. And I, I don't know if he's going to take, I wonder if he's going to take questions from people watching. Well, it's so funny. I, I don't know how this is so huge, but uh, in the regular Twitter spaces he's done with other people, smaller people, I should say, yeah, people can just like, you know. Chime in, right? It's like chime in. They moderate it, I guess. And it, unless this has changed, Twitter Spaces is still just audio, right? Diener, that hasn't changed. Oh, it's not video? No. Yeah, it's, as far as I know. It's just I, an I audio thing, and there's little graphics of who's talking at what time. I know th- I know. Um, they do want to add 
the video component for Twitter Spaces. I, I'm pretty sure they're talking this one just audio, though. I think so, yeah. So and then, but so anybody listening can a- ask a question then, and they can send it in, right? Yeah, it, inter- it should be interesting if that's what he does. Elon Musk does. Hello, this is Don from Palm Beach. I got a question for you. Where's Desanctimonious. <laughs> the reaction for Trump was not good. First of all, he had a bad day because they put the second hearing in the Stormy Daniels thing. Yes, that's still going on. That's crazy. Right in the middle of midterm season. Yeah, he said, uh, what's it, March uh, 20, is it 24th or 25th of next year? And yeah. the judge told him, you will be in this courtroom. And you know what he does? And, and Mr. President, if you're listening, you really need to help yourself. He smir- He was. It was a video uh, appearance in this courtroom, <laughs> and he smirked. He just looked at the judge and he smirked when the judge told him he had to be there. He's like, you know, threw his hands up like this is a waste of time. I'm like, shook his fist. I'm like, you're not. You're really not helping and he, yourself. <laughs> and he also demanded an in-person meeting with Attorney General Merrick Garland. I can't blame him. No, I don't blame him. I'm just saying, wow, that's a. Yeah, but this That's judge hates him to begin with, and he just incensed the judge even more. But he's calling it election interference. Okay, so that started his day. And then he started a tirade against uh, against Ron, and he said, then the last one that came out about, I don't know, an hour ago, said, look, uh, Rob DeSanctimonious, Rob. He didn't even him, call him Ron. Wow. Came to me asking for help, and then he goes on about how he's unelectable. So he was not happy with that. He was not happy with the Twitter thing. It makes you wonder, was there ever, a, you know, a handshake, a wink, wink, nod, nod, I'll come and endorse you, I'll do these rallies for you, get you, you know, I'll, you'll win the governorship because of me, as long as when I need you, you're on my side. I don't think Trump thought he would, I thought he, I think he's thinking he never had to say it. Probably. You know? Yeah, he, he really, he's, loyalty is everything to Trump. Boy, you're not kidding. Yeah, wow, and he expects you to be loyal for the rest of your life, so. Game has changed. That's for sure. We'll see how it all shakes down. We'll get to the Netflix thing. Why you got to change your password, possibly. Coming up next, these freeloaders, they're going to cost you money now. I'm trying to remember how to get on my account to do it now. I know, that too. <laughs> Jeez. All right, that and more kicking off the 9 o'clock hour. It's next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Let's let's get out of here. You can't do that. They call her the nutty professor. In fact, that's the uh, that's the headline of the New York Post this morning. The machete wielding professor who threatened a reporter. Here's the update. She's been fired. Well, thank God. It, it, it amazes me. It took them that long to figure out that they actually had to review things before they said she should be fired. You threaten somebody's life with a machete. <laughs> oh, that's not an offense. That's not offensible enough. To fire you. Let me see here in the HR manual. <laughs> Look, uh, you can on. do that. You can do it from machete wielding attack. No. Fireable. <laughs> see you later. The girl's a nut. And it, but what I want to know is, has she always been like this? Or right. was there some earth-shattering event that took place in her life recently? You know, a death, a, a breakup, a, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of things that trigger people. And it... it it sent her over the edge, and in because it's all of these things have happened in the past twenty four hours to forty eight hours. So was it oh, just yeah. an, an incident that all of a sudden she snapped, or has she always been this lunatic? Oh, and now you're going to hear from former students who said, "Yeah, she's always been nuts." She uh, she was the one that flipped the materials on the table for the pro life kids at Hunter College in New York. So New York Post reporters go to her apartment to talk to her about it, and that's when you heard the audio there. She threatened and brought out a machete. 
But she brings out the machete and she holds it right against his neck. Yeah, there was. I wonder if they'll try to press charges. He said he was looking at different options. So he was just on. I think he's making the rounds now. But uh, the reporter himself was just on Fox over here in Friends. But the, the last I had heard was he was looking at what kind of criminal charges he could file against her. And then I'm sure there'll be civil charges in a lawsuit. Imagine if she money. swung that thing. Can you imagine? Well, you know, I got a machete. Let me tell you, we sharpen it all the time because oh, yeah. I use it all the time. Oh, yeah. That thing cuts down everything. So if, if this thing sharpened and it sharpened the right way, she could have, I mean, just pushing it against his neck, she could have cut him. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. It, it might have been very dull. One never knows. But still, it's the whole point of holding a machete to somebody's neck. Hello, I'm going to, de, you know, behead you. What a That's nut. That's crazy. Unbelievable. And they had to think about firing her? I guess so. How come she's not arrested? That, I got a feeling, too. That may happen. Does he have to... In many cases, even if you don't press charges, if there's proof of a violent act, the prosecutor... Oh, it's Alvin Bragg. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Say that's the, r- the, well, yeah. No, that's right. Bronx? Uh, yeah, it's still... The, well... Is it still his jurisdiction? jurisdiction? I, think, I think it is. Okay, if it is, forget it. But in most cases, if that happens, even if you don't press charges, they're going to come get you because they get video proof that it happened. Right, exactly. And the, and the and the city or the county or whoever presses charges. So I, I got a feeling it's just a matter of time before she's locked up. And she should be because she's crazy. In the meantime, better lock up your passwords, kids. It's all over. They've warned us for like two years, it seems, but now they really mean it. Netflix says nope. It's going to cost anybody sharing your sharing your passwords. Oh, this is crazy. What they did was, actually, if you have the premium sub- subscriber, so you can add up to two non-household members. So that's pretty cool. So, I mean, like, if you want to give it to, you know, your, your nephew or your niece or maybe your neighbor. Uh, and, and Honestly, that's plenty. That's, yeah. I mean, well, come on. But, you know, if you're like my kids, oh, mom, can I give my password to our password to such and such? <laughs> I have, and this has been going on for years, so God knows how many people have my password. But if they catch you, it's an extra eight bucks a month for every person that's using your account. So if you got 20, you know, kids, say your kids are in college and they've been sharing it with all their dorm friends and you got 20 kids using the same password, you're going to get hit up. You're going to get a $160 <laughs> bill on your next, added to your next bill. You'll know. I guess you, you know how you want to find out how many people are using your password? Change it. Oh, yeah. you'll get the calls and texts and emails. Yeah, it, it, so if you're a premium holder, you get two non-household members plus yourself. And if it's the standard plan, you can add one. So, you know, whether it be, you know, your kids or a neighbor or a cousin or your mother, your father lives somewhere else. And whenever you go on the road, you can still stream anywhere. Like whenever your cousin's sec- your second cousin twice removed today gives you a text and says, hey, uh, did you change your password? <laughs> you know who's been mooching off you. <laughs> God. I don't even know what my password is. That's the sad part about it. Uh, Variety. This writer for Variety is talking about it because it's, it's a big entertainment story. It is. He says... There's no escaping the crackdown this time. Pretty soon, uh, if, if you are using someone else's password and you don't live in their household, then at some point your device is just no longer going to work. There's only one thing that bothers me about this. Ah. When Netflix was, was starting the online real expansion for all this stuff, remember they added all the content, they were fine and dandy with sharing the password, knowing full well... Down the road, they were going to crack down. Well, you know what? They had to build up their subscriptions. They did. And that's what they did. You know, now they got a lot of competition. So, you know what? They got to make money. Can't blame them. So good for them. And I'm going to make money. I, it's, it's, it'll, it'll stop the thievery. 
and I was at the head of that thievery. Let me tell you. Oh, I think everybody. It's, come on, everybody does this. Everybody's got and somebody doing it. And it's not only Netflix. No offense, it's like Hulu. It's, it's all the rest of them. Right. You know. Okay, so I'll give you my Netflix if you give me your Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trade you two for one. Oh, whoever got the Amazon, that's a better deal, I think. Well, speaking of entertainment, Netflix might have a bigger problem because there might be a big delay because this writer strike is going into its fourth week now. But they got a new plan. To end this thing, they're still walking the picket lines yep. in front of big studios, but now they're planning a massive rally and a dance party. <laughs> Having a party? To draw attention to their cause. Oh, they're going to do, Bill, they're going to do TikTok videos dancing. <laughs> Friday afternoon in L.A., a bunch of other unions say they're going to attend to show support, too, for the Writers Guild of America, which wow. cre- creates most of the stuff you watch. Yes, so true. And and it's starting. To, it affects everybody. And and none of the actors and the actresses are going to you know cross this picket line. So I would assume a lot of them are showing up. The other day we had the story that Drew Carey. If you show him your Writers Guild card, there's Aww. two restaurants he pays the bill. That's pretty. You can awesome. go in and have lunch, dinner, breakfast, wherever you want to eat. You just go in. Drew Carey will eventually pay the bill. That's pretty cool. And you figure if there's like a hundred people show up each and every day, that's a lot of money he's dishing out. Right. So it's 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 nice to see that some of these actors are stepping up and taking care of the writers. Cool. I think because they're afraid not to, though. Ah, I don't, what's Jimmy? What what are Kimmel and uh, Fallon doing? I don't know. Because maybe they, they're leading the dance party. They could be. I don't know. You know, if it's if wait a minute, if it's Fallon, it no one else is singing but him, and nobody else is dancing but him. It's my dance party. It's my dance party. <laughs> it would be. It becomes his dance party. It's like, come on, I can't. I can't. I can't deal with him. I'm sorry. I just can't. 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 But anyway, make sure uh, that you support. The, I don't. When are they? Is are they even sitting down? Have you even seen anybody negotiating with these people? Have no, they said I, that, that they're making headway anywhere? I don't know because the whole thing is they want streaming money mostly, which and you can't blame them actually. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. In the meantime. For this weekend, <laughs> you may have some you may have some Bud Light lying around after all if people take care advantage of their rebate plan. Well, this isn't a buyback from consumer from retailers or bars or distributors, an actual rebate if you go ahead and buy cases of Bud Light. Well, see, you know who I could see doing this like a college kid who doesn't have any money. So if you go in and you buy a 15-pack of Bud Light, okay, it costs $12.99 at Target is, is what we're using as a reference. So 13 bucks, okay, 13 and change. Now, you can get a rebate for up to 15 bucks, so you actually get the beer for free. But you got to jump through all kinds of hoops to get the rebate. You can go to the Budweiser website if you want to see and it. And nobody's but, jumping through the hoops. They're not going to do it. Yeah, not, not for, well, the average no. person, not for 15 bucks. But if you're a starving student, yes, you may. Uh, but it's also for Budweiser, Budweiser Select, and Budweiser Select 55. They give you a $15 rebate if you jump through all the hoops. See, the reason why they're doing it, it's cheaper for them, to, for the consumer, to get it off their hands. Then well, it, it's then going it, bad. Then it is for them to try to, you know, they got to hire some extra hands to get rid of this stuff and to, and to throw it out somewhere. Wow. I think that's the difference. Well, is it, well, let me ask you this. I've never had anything beer battered, you know, like mm. beer battered fish or whatever. If you're having a big fish fry, wouldn't it behoove you to go buy a bunch of Bud, Bud Light cheap and get a rebate on everything? Yeah, but the shrimp come out saying this. Love ya. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just, uh, I just, I think it speaks to. I think they, they. Oh. This is raising the white flag, is what it is. Oh God, help us! I don't know. I don't know if it matters. It's uh. last uh, three trips actually to Target. There's a giant beer section. All three times, it may be coincidence. Maybe they just got a delivery or not. I don't know what the schedule is. 
fully stocked to Bud Light cases, six really? packs, everything. And Coors Light, Miller Light, Dos Equis even. I mean, Corona, half there, three quarters there. I got to go look next time. Because I, I don't buy beer, so I didn't really don't pay attention. But next time I'll, I'll pay attention, especially this weekend when everyone's having barbecues. Right, exactly. You know? So right. it's, you would think it's a big beer weekend. A lot of people are going to buy beer, even if they don't drink it, because their guests are going to drink it. So it should be interesting to see if it works. I don't think it's going to help them. They may get more Bud out, but not Bud Light. Is it affecting all the brands or just Bud Light? That's a good question. Is this affecting Bud at all, Bud Heavy? Because they got they have Budweiser as part of this deal. You get a rebate up to 15 bucks. I haven't heard anything about that. I don't know. Hmm. They got the back. It was Bud that brought out the Clydesdales for the commercial again. They got hammered. Oh, they got, it was like, they came out the next day after the Dylan Mulvaney backlash and people trashed the poor Clydesdales. Ah, yeah, they got them running through St. Louis. Look at, like, that's going to, like, they're they're pulling the wool over our eyes. You're a bunch of jerks, Budweiser. I was like, wow. People people take this to heart. You know, don't mess with their, their beer. And now I think you made a very valid point yesterday. People have had weeks to drink another beer because they boycotted Bud Light. Yeah. Now they're sold on the other beer. Yeah, you're out of it. Sure, no problem. We went to some seltzer or something, maybe even. I don't know. I have no idea. But, yeah, it doesn't take much. They're in trouble. Well, is Target going to face a similar backlash? Probably not. It's just so much bigger, and it's. I think it's just you can't stop moms from going there. But it's very interesting. Wow. All these internet rumors yesterday about them having an emergency meeting over their LGBT plus pride gear that they're selling at the store, that was real. I, you know, I thought it was just like a big display and like, you know, rainbow colored stuff and that kind of, but yeah, it's I, a did, lot. I didn't know about that. What's it called? The tuck bathing suit? Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know about that. Well, I'm going to find out about it, but uh, I'll tell Ooh. you what the CEO is saying. It is a reversal of plans. Like it actually is happening. I just don't believe their excuse. I don't either. All right. That more, because some entertainment stuff too. It's coming up next. The Seth Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Well then, good reminder, Joyce. Thank you very much. Also, 850WFTL.com. You can check out the Morning Show blog, which is always on the 850 Bumble app as well. We've got something on there. Uh, if you're going to ask me what's on there, I'm drawing a blank. I have no idea. But we know the guy that should know. We're looking at him right now. Dieter. Hey, guys. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> Usually he has to go look. I do remember because I brought up the page. Oh, see? So, hey. <laughs> let, me, let me guess. Target. No, actually. Oh. But uh, another type of social... I guess, upheaval with this professor. We talked about it a little while ago. Oh, the nutty professor. Yeah. Yes. She's on the blog, the machete-wielding professor who has now been fired. because what a loon. <laughs> she held a machete to a reporter's neck after going after pro-life students. Yeah, Hunter College. They did come up with a statement this morning. It didn't say anything other than, yeah, she didn't work here anymore. Yeah, she's gone. So you can check out that entire episode there on the Morning Show blog, along with... The newest hit song from Disney. Oh, uh, that stupid Scuttlebutt Oof. song. It is. You put that up there? Oh, yeah. People have to see it. Then oh they my. have to hear it. Can't fly in here yeah. for you yeah. to see and yeah. hear what I found. Remember that swap? Remember my song? And yeah, that's, uh, that's enough. That's a mermaid movie. That's right up there with Let It Go. Oh, yeah. It's a new classic. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Circle of Life. <laughs> Circle of Life. <laughs> It's, it's a new classic from Disney. Aquafina sings that as uh, Scuttle. She plays Scuttle in the new Little Mermaid movie, and it is awful. These are our new uh, segment rejoiners. It's Sebastian, I got that scuttlebutt. Hurry up. You'll be like, what? Wow. I can't <laughs> wow. hate that more. <laughs> that really is. It's horrible. What was Lin-Manuel Noriega thinking about? Noriega. having? Uh, I mean, he wrote it. He did. But Miranda. I mean, it, yes. I'm teasing. I, I like Noriega. Stick with it. I, it's yeah. better. Anyway, it, I mean, he wrote all of Encanto. He wrote, what was the other one? 
It was about the little girl in, in uh, Gloria Estefan was in it. It was a great thing. Oh, that was the one on Netflix. With yeah, the it was little a great, the little chinchilla guy. Yeah, it was what the heck? Yeah, I can't I think, think of the name. Was it was, it, the music was phenomenal. But he writes this song that maybe would it be better if Aquafina wasn't singing it? I'm not a yeah. really. She annoys me personally. She's rough. It's just the song is just no. Yeah. God. Why she was he, great though in the Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, yeah, she good role. Wonderful. You know, yeah. nice role. That's this. No. I don't get why they have a rap in Little Mermaid. Why did they feel like they needed Lin Manuel Miranda to create a new rap for Little Mermaid? Got me. It's catchy, isn't it? It's catchier than that song. It is. Because they sat him down and they said, okay, you're the hot new thing. We want you to write a song like Hamilton, but with underwater creatures. Yeah. And he said, I got you. And walked out of the room and he goes, I have no idea what to do. Nope. And they found out he one of them was called Scuttle. And he went, oh, Scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt. That works for me. And they cashed the check and we haven't seen him since. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. He made a lot of money from it. So that's, uh, that song, by the way, it's not just us hating on it. If you go search on YouTube, because we have the whole song on <laughs> yeah. the Morning Show blog. We got the video from YouTube, and it's um, the comments on that. Brutal. Wow. They are Brutal. People just are they really? killing it. Yes. Someone said they wish that they could stay under the ocean just so they don't have to hear the song. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, by the way, the, the other thing that Lin-Manuel Noriega did that we couldn't think of was Vivo. It's a great little movie. That's, I know which one you're talking about. It's yeah. a great little movie. Yeah. Kids like that one. So, I mean, look, obviously the guy is extremely talented. He's had a lot of success with you know, Hamilton and Encanto and different things like that. Not working with this one. Wow. It's uh, very out of place and it's extremely annoying. Aquafina's voice is grating. Wow. Jen was just out in the hall and I grabbed her phone and I made this her new... Uh, this is her here, ringtone. Oh, God. <laughs> Call her and try what, it out. Wait, what did somebody say? They put it on their alarm and they wake up an hour early just so they can turn it off <laughs> before right. it actually goes off. That's right. Oh, boy. Oh, it's rough. So Yeah, you can check that out well, on the Morning Show blog. Not, not only us, though. That's it's, for sure. It's going viral for all the wrong reasons. And right, The movie right. hasn't even come out yet. It's like under viral. Yeah. It's not good. Oof. Wow. All right. Uh, not exactly the Bud Light level kind of backlash. Not even a boycott, but it's interesting I thought this was fake news. I thought this was just internet fodder yesterday that Target had some kind of emergency meeting to talk about their Pride Month merchandise and uh, and making a change. Turns out it's true. Reportedly true that they are making, they're taking quite a lot, as it turns out, of their LGBTQ plus Pride merchandise out of the store and moving a lot of it to a different part of the store because it was right in your face when it hit you. When you well, walked in. I, I never knew there was anything called a tuck bathing suit. And then right. I went, after you guys talked about it, I went and found a video of some guy that's a YouTube star uh, trying one on. And then w wandering around the Target store with it on. And the looks that he was getting, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah, I, I, would, I would be like, how do you explain that? <laughs> you and can't. you said it was in a little kid's section too, that's, right? No, that's what's gotten, what started this whole thing was... Now, the PR company for Target is saying, we're removing them to uh, d uh, deflect from the violent behavior some of our employees have seen. I don't, I don't believe that for a second. First of all, any violent behavior on a, on a backlash on that would have been front page news everywhere. Yeah, and there Se would be videos everywhere. Secondly, I think it's just a financial thing. I think they're realizing that this isn't really worth it. And the only videos I've seen actually were from moms who are going through the store pointing that stuff out with a phone saying, this is, this is for sale. Here's what it is, and it's in the kids section. Come on, you know, they, they got to use some common sense somewhere along the line. 
You know, if, if you want to sell that stuff, fine. Put it in its own section where people who want to wear that kind of stuff are going to go. Not in the little kid's section. And the little kid's going to go, what's this, Mom? You know, why is there a pocket here Man. or two? Just weird. Very strange. Very, very strange. very strange. But I, mm. I, I was surprised to see that that actually was true. And they, and they released a statement saying, we're, re, uh, we're replanning. Our Pride Month as we continue to support our LGBTQ plus community. Well, you know what? At the same token, they got to look at Bud Light. Look what Bud Light's doing. We just talked about the rebates. We don't even think that's going to save them. Ridiculous. You know, right. Can Can Target take a hit like that? No. They can't. They can't. No one can. They, but you would think people would learn. They just don't learn. I don't, I don't get it. The thing that gets me of all of this is, and this is right in the middle. You should have known by then. Right in the middle of the Bud Light controversy on May 17th. Target CEO Brian Cornell did an interview with Fortune's Leadership Next podcast. Okay. Where he said that their woke capitalism is great for their brand and the right thing to do for society. Okay. I don't care what it is for your brand. Stop pushing stuff that you think is right for society. Yeah. St- sell your crap in your store and leave it alone. <laughs> no. Well, who do you th- get the hell over yourself? I mean, well, and go buy how it used to be, tried and true. If it sell, if it sells and it's popular, right. and you bring back more like it. If it doesn't sell, you kill off the brand and you move on. It's just that simple. Believable. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're putting social aspects into stuff they need to leave out. Anyway, we got. Uh, we got rapid fire coming up next. One more time today. It will not be very woke. It's the one thing I can promise you. Oh, no. Not I don't even all. know what we're talking about, but it won't be woke. I, I have no idea what I'm talking about either. I have to go look. We'll figure it out. We'll find some stories for you. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's about that time you find out what's going on. We have gathered some stories. We figured out what we're talking about. I think Jen's got it. Well, this, you know what? I was going to do a, a, one royal story. Now it's turning into two because this has popped. An elderly British woman is dead. Oh, Lord. She got hit by a royal motorcade. How fast were they going? Well, really I don't know. Sad. Uh, the BBC wow. reporting 81-year-old Helen Holland, who happened to be visiting London because her sister lived there, died uh, after this was an accident that happened two weeks ago. Yeah, when she was, yeah, she was struck by a motorcycle escorting the Duchess of Edinburgh. That's Andrew's wife. Okay. Her name's Sophie. Uh, her son says she had been in a coma since the crash on May 10th, as Bill just mentioned. Died this morning after suffering multiple broken bones and internal injuries. He says, according to him, his mom was safely walking across the street in a pedestrian crossing when she was hit by the motorcycle. That is unbelievable. British authorities are investigating Buckingham Palace as the the Duchess will get in contact with the Holland family personally. Does the motorcade mean that it's obviously the royal vehicle that she was driving and then also some security vehicles behind her? Or does a motorcade imply like there's multiple cars? Yeah, it's usually somebody's in front and in back. So So it sounds like they had like uh, security or police officers on the motorcycle and she got hit by the motorcycle. But I think it's like they belong to the royal the royal mm. part of it. They don't belong to the regular That's police insane. department. I've never so heard of that before. I, I wonder if something's ever, That's ever happened. That's horrible. Really here you sad. are. She's making just... your way across the street and bam, struck it... by some crazed I'm woman. Not dead. Yeah. He says he's not dead. <laughs> yes, he is. I'm not. Very sad. <laughs> terrible. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> you... Well, AM radio's not dead, <laughs> yeah. I tell you. Good. Uh, Ford reverse course and will keep AM radios in cars. They Yay! just announced yesterday. 
All right. But still get the app, please. (laughs) We sound much better there. Or stream or get HD2. I mean, it's... I'm taller and skinnier on the app. Thank you. Wow. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Ford announced they're reversing course and not doing that. Major car brands have been planning to ditch AM. And we've, in in the industry, they call it, they've told us this for years that it's coming. But Tesla, Mazda, BMW... Uh, Rivian, is that how I pronounce that? Those are wild cars. Have you seen those? Those I, trucks? I have. Electric trucks, by the yeah, way. Their yeah. their stock opened at uh, like thirty five, went to like one hundred and twenty, and then dropped to ten. Uh, <laughs> Volvo, Volkswagen, and Ford all announced that, but Ford's saying no. Okay, not yet, for many different reasons. There was a user backlash, but also for weather emergencies, right? Sure. And natural yeah. emergencies. A lot of people still need to get AM to get the broadband out there. So, the question is, are the other car companies going to follow suit? I don't know. Mm. They might all be driving Fords because of it. Could be. One never knows. Get the app, though. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, we do. We that sound is better good news, though. And just put it through your Bluetooth and listen that way. It's the best way to go. Well, we're alive for another month, guys. Yay! Yay. <laughs> for one more crop of Fords. Yeah. Can't get us down. Well, this, this is a crazy story. It actually happened here in Indian River County. At the county jail, sheriff there, who's uh, Eric Flowers, had a press conference a couple days ago on Monday talking about a an escape plot. I saw this. This is an unbelievable story. This is like the Italian job yeah. here. Yeah. The 78-year-old inmate named John Manchek was planning an escape plot, and he's a multimillionaire. And his plan was to have his associates come in during his doctor's appointment and pepper spray the security guards and the officers and break him out of jail and then get on his yacht and Fort Pierce <laughs> and then get him back to France so he could live out his days in his castle in France. They didn't think they'd find story. him in a castle? The only reason, well, here's the thing. He actually, in 2014, he was originally charged with some creepy stuff I'd rather not he's, get into. He's abstaining it. Yeah. Oh. yeah so he's a creep. He's originally escaped to France after being charged in 2014. He was never arrested, but he knew the charges were coming. So he goes, he's living in his chateau, in his castle there in France. His chateau. The, the picture is insane. It's literally a French castle. And, but France wouldn't uh, send him over. It wouldn't extradite him? Yeah. So the only reason he got caught was because he was in the Dominican in 2020. And the United States found out about it because he has dual citizenship. And they caught him in the Dominican and brought him back. So he's been in jail in Indian River County Jail for a couple of years. Why did he wind up in Indian River County I Jail? I know. It's very odd. It's a great question. And for, right, of all places. Wow. And he was going to escape it in, in, in Fort Pierce. <laughs> places. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason this guy found out was because someone who's in on the inside job on his team there uh, ratted him out. Said, hey, this is going to go down. Otherwise, it probably would have worked. Can you imagine we would have been talking about a bunch of cops getting pepper sprayed and somebody escaping? At the Indian River County Jail. In, 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 in international incident. I don't think the pepper spray would have worked, though. I think somebody else would have stopped them before they got out. Maybe. You never you know. know. Unless, they had an, unless they had a guard, female, inside who was going with him to back to his chateau. He even paid the parole of one of the, his cellmates so he could get out and help his team come back in and break him out. Wow. Unbelievable story. So now he's staying in jail. Yeah, he's not getting out now. No. I mean, Clint, East, Clint Eastwood just bought the rights to the film. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> Prince William's wife going back to across the pond. Kate Middleton, we all know her and love her. She was at a picnic with 100 elementary school kids at a flower show this week. Okay. One of the kids asked her for her autograph. 
Did you guys know this? No. She can't sign autographs. Why? Nobody on the royal family can sign autographs. Never thought about that. She told a little girl, I can't write my name, but I can draw. So she draws little pictures for the kids. Well, that's nice. So when a kid asks her for an autograph, she'll draw a picture. Well, you know what the picture was? It was a picture of Meghan Markle with X's over the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> little vampire teeth. Do you know who this so, is? <laughs> somebody asked her. She said, her, Kate Middleton's comment was, I'm not allowed to write my signature. It's just one of those rules. Wow. And she wasn't right. She isn't lying. Members of the royal family don't sign autographs so that no one can forge their signatures. Well, th- there goes the value of my Prince William rookie card. <laughs> so much for that. Out the door. Great. So anyway, it's a forgery if it's signed. I never knew that. Yeah, they, they can't sign things. Could Harry sign now that he's like an ex-royal, a copy of uh, Spare or whatever the hell his book was called? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's no longer a member of the family. Well, I don't know. He's still got the title, but he doesn't have any of the other graces that go with it. This is another reason why it's great that we broke away from England and gained independence. Trump will sign stuff for you, and it looks like a seismograph. That's true. It's great, too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Huh. Uh, summer travel season officially kicks off. Yeah, call it Thursday, but they're saying that it's Friday. Guess this voice. Who is this person talking about the Labor Day travel season? The lay rates were at unacceptable proportions last year. Oh, that is. And it's important that that not happen again. Pete Buttigieg, who actually is the transportation secretary, believe it or not, he says, we cannot go through what we went through last year. It was a madness. Late, a little late to talk about it now. What have you done? Right. Has he done anything to prepare for this long weekend? No. Oh, okay. So then be quiet. He just told everybody that, you know, prepare better. Okay. So it's always on us. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Boy, he does a great job, doesn't he? A real bang-up job from old Pete. He's useless. What a bum. How about this? I wonder if they, this, these parents called their five-year-old son useless. I hope not. Because <laughs> this California couple... couple they had the their engagement ring was flushed down the toilet by a five-year-old son. Oh, wow. And they lost it. I mean, it was gone. So for over a year, this ring was gone. And then randomly, the, uh, a, a maintenance worker in the sewer ended up finding a ring. Tracked them down. They found out. I guess, you know, they put it online and everything like that. And they said, that was the ring little Johnny flushed down the toilet last year. <laughs> what has that thing been through? Ooh, I don't know. Oh. The, the stories that ring could tell. You want okay. back? No, 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 no. You better, you better steam clean that thing <laughs> I at know, least a million good. times before you give it back to me. The husband, by the way, because it's uh, he's the stepfather, the husband, he says, you know, I thought it was weird one morning. I heard him flush the toilet. And I turned to my wife and said, that's weird. He never flushes the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, he did cr- that morning. The question is, does he not like the stepfather? I know, right? Why did he flush the ring? Oh, my gosh. Probably didn't like the guy. Maybe. I don't know if wow. he, can a five-year-old have that much resentment. He's yes. like, not in my house. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Just dropped it in the toilet and flushed it down. But, yeah, the Publix Work Department ended up going through the, the lines, and uh, they couldn't find anything. But a year later, they, they come across it. I bet you they never expected them to get the ring back. Oh, I'm well, sure not. That was a lost ever, cause. Ever, ever, ever. See, now, if it was Jeff Bezos' girlfriend, it wouldn't have flushed because it's too big. So, yeah. did you see the size of that <laughs> ring he gave her? Well, I couldn't get past her legs. Oh, okay. So, I'll get to the ring here in a little bit. <laughs> I don't know what I don't, the, the, the new Bezos's are on. I don't know what DNA things, or what HGH they're taking, but wow. I'm sure they're working out, too, with personal trainers. But they, I'll give credit to him, too. They look phenomenal. Yeah, she, but she looks 10 times better than he does. Yeah, she does. She likes, she's like, she's 53. She's got three kids. Wow, I, Put it yeah. this way, even before children, I never looked like that. 
She is. Uh, yeah, she works hard at looking that good. There's no doubt about else. it. Yeah, her engagement ring is the size of a potato. Yeah, yeah. twenty carats. Yeah, that you help pay for if you've ever bought anything off Amazon. <laughs> Imagine if where, where, where's yeah, your really? coming? Somebody to get it on Amazon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Priority shipping. He's got the. Ring I'm sure it was like a Harry Winston phone call. Uh, could you make me a diamond? Right. I'd like to get you this ring. Are you a Prime member? Well, you know, <laughs> we can do something about that. All right, we've got a couple oh, of headlines man. coming up next. But how about this? If you found out a book was 100 years late return to the library, would you even bother at that point? Oh, no. Keep it. I think it's setting a record, too. What it the fines would have been? Wow. Well, they did it. The guy returned the, the book. Did he pay the fine? No. Oh, okay. All right, that and more coming up. We might have to go, just for laughs, we might have to go through some more of the YouTube comments of the Little Mermaid song. <laughs> Because the YouTube commenters are winning the day on this. They hate they this thing. Well, it's not only us. It's everybody. Right? Merciless. And more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. No, I don't know. No, I'll kill that rejoiner music, Diener. We got some new ones. We've updated from the production department. We've we got did? new rejoiners now. It's Sebastian. Yeah. I never scattled back. Hey. You'll be like, why would I drop that scattled All right. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I can't even listen to more of that. That's grating. That's from the new, and that's what's getting oh. the most criticism. That's from the new Little God. Mermaid movie. So we put it on the morning show blog, 850 WFT, the app everywhere. But it's on YouTube. And YouTube is, will they close the comments to this? They might because it's... Disney's getting nailed. It, the, the comments underneath it are, like, really bad. I was thinking about that, too. I wonder if they were going to because some of these comments... And again, this isn't us. This is just the general public on YouTube commenting. Have you, There's thousands. Have you seen any positive? No. And, I mean, I went through a lot. Wow. There's, do you want to hear some? Yeah, these are good. There's one here. The guy goes, this song is fire on mute. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Still, laughs> no. <laughs> So someone said, um, go back a couple, pass a couple of these. The fact that this track, this is a good point. The fact that this track made it through to production proves that Disney hates its audience. Wow. (laughs) That that one hurts. That's kind of like a a dig right there. And then, (laughs) Jen, you were talking about this one. This song is amazing. I use it as an alarm clock and I wake up an hour earlier to avoid it ringing. I like this one, though. I found a song to endlessly loop for my kids when they're in trouble. They need to be punished. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is, I think this is my favorite. Whoa. The video, okay, so the video is two minutes and four seconds long, okay? Uh-huh. Someone wrote, the best part starts at 2.05. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, People hate this. Boy, I... Wow. And oh, no. Is, and that's just the song. Did they, did they really think this was going to be the takeaway, like, sing-along song of... Because there's a song out of every movie, right? Right. Oh, boy. And that's actually, to your point, someone kind of wrote that. They said, what everyone also needs to realize is that this was the final recording that they felt was good enough to put in the movie and on the soundtrack. Think about that for a minute. That's Can't one of the comments. Can't fly in here for you to see and hear what I found. Remember that swamp? Remember my song in the swamp? It just, it's, it's oh, uh, it, it gets on my nerves. Says, this song sounds great once you... Stick an ice pick in each of your ears. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> They're getting masochistic now. These people are horrible. Someone wrote this about, I guess, Aquafina, who's the one singing that, by the way. The comedian, she's been in a bunch of movies. They wrote, man, she's got some hidden talent. Keep it hidden. <laughs> <laughs> These people are brutal. Oh, that's rough. YouTube commenters. Wow, <laughs> merciless! But you get this is this is honest reaction from people. I I just don't know. So we've it's gone in phases now. We've heard about this movie in production for years. In fact, 
I may be wrong on this, but I think the original Iger run before Bob Chappick, the original Bob Iger tenure, I think he greenlighted this thing to be made. Really? So the first criticism was, why wow, you were making remaking a classic, you need to do this again, why do they keep doing this? And then the videos came out in the still pictures of the little characters, of the little uh, fish friends, and how horrifying they were. They were scaring children. <laughs> oh, that's right. What did they call flounder? What'd you say? They... Meth fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He looks like a meth victim. He looks all beaten down. And so, did they change him for the movie, or they just took it out of the trailer? They took it. I can tell no, he's you for in the a, movie. I can tell you for a fact, it's out of the trailer. But he's still in the movie. And now, Lin Lin Manuel Miranda Noriega. Noriega, Noriega, of course, is hugely successful with things like <laughs> Encanto, Hamilton. He's done a lot of really Huge. great things. Yeah. But someone wrote Lin Manuel Miranda is the perfect example of either. You die as a hero or live long enough to become a villain. <laughs> I mean, he's even getting destroyed for writing the song. He this got... song inspired me to lessen my lifespan. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. Yes. Jen finds the dark ones. She's got him flagged. <laughs> God. Was that the same ear, ice pick in the ear guy? Yeah, Might probably. Be. It's just wow. very cringy and awful. It's just awful. This I don't know. So a, that thing oh, is, is funny. Premiere was. What Tuesday? I think it was Tuesday or Monday. So now the critics got a hold of it. They're panning it, and tomorrow it'll be out for the public. It'll have a big first weekend, you know that. But right, you can tell what kind of a movie it is by the second wow. weekend. I'm curious to see because the critics score right now, Rotten Tomatoes, because like you said, they're the ones pre-screening it. Some all these reviews coming yeah. out, they're the ones who are kind of like, yeah, it's not very good. But the Rotten Tomatoes has it at about seventy percent for the critics, which if that's the highest you're going to get from critics. That's not a good indication for audience no. score. I mean, sometimes, now, to be fair, you do have a difference between audience yeah. score and critics score. Like Mario Brothers is a perfect example. It was like 100 and 100. Yeah, it was like, you know, sometimes the scale is weighted back and forth, but I don't know. I played the song. <laughs> I said it was going to be a bust. I mean, I, I knew Listen it. Listen to this one. I played this song at my uncle's funeral. He climbed out of the casket <laughs> and turned it off. Oh, no. Turned it off. Oh, no. Wow. It's just brutal. Good luck, Little Mermaid. Oh, my God. We'll wrap up with this. Northern California Library book is back in its rightful place. It was overdue for almost 100 years. Why give it back? I don't know. Here he is. It was... uh, uh, that fine would have been seventeen hundred bucks, but they let they let him get away with One it. One of my staff members brought it, um, came up and said, "Oh, somebody had returned that book. They thought it was really cool. It was a really old book. All of us are just, you know, wondering where the book could have been for so long. You know, from checked out in nineteen twenty seven, and actually, none of us have seen us." A library book that was checked out. She sounds exactly like a library. Doesn't she? The fine would have been $1,700. Oh, my gosh. Almost 100 years. That's crazy. Keep the book. How old is the book? You know, at that point. What kind of book was it, did they say? Yeah, I don't know, but it gets thrown right back into the Dewey Decimal System. (laughs) Put it in there. (laughs) While our Dewey Decimal System is run out, we're out of here. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs)